0: Hello and welcome. We are here. It's episode two. We're live. We're live on Facebook. We're live on LinkedIn and we are live on YouTube. I'm here with my great friend, Pascal Fintoni. How are you, Pascal?
1: And very good, yes, very exciting, and can't just say this music. I just love it. I know that's, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> it, it, it
0: gives us a buzz every time, doesn't it? And uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I really like it. Uh, so we are celebrating the launch of our new program, uh, the ninety-day website mastery uh, uh, course, and the completion of our website best practice webinar, webinar series. Now, if you know me and Pascal, you'll know that we've always got lots of thoughts and advice, and we 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 just enjoy giving tons of value and content. So we needed a way to find, to be able to share more advice and insights about making your website work harder for you and more importantly for you to start feeling proud about your website again. So we've come up with the Uh, 90 day website mastery podcast and this is episode two we have four segments in each episode we've got the you ask we answer where we get a question from the community and we answer it for you we've got the website stories where we find something online and we'll talk about it and debate uh, a controversial or topical uh, content we've got the website engine room where me and Pascal share one of our favorite apps or software solutions to really help you as a website manager. And finally, the last segment is the website call to action. And that's one change or adjustment that you could be making on your website right now. So without further ado, I'm gonna get started with our first segment, which is you ask, we answer. so this is a where we take a
1: question from the community pascal what do we have this week this way, we're going to be, you know, Johnny and Pascal versus Google again, and and people are sending us their questions, so what we're we doing, everybody, we put in your questions into the order for the next few episodes, so don't think that we're ignoring you uh, whatsoever. I Can I just say, by the way, uh, amazing introduction, there's a lot of information for you to share with our lovely friends today. This is our short-form content, where we're going to go through those four segments. It's going to be quite pacey, have your pens ready or your keyboard ready, lots of actionable advice and tips, and today, I was looking at um, what people are enter on Google, you know, you can research that very easily through a number of platforms and it was the question starting with what and of course a term website and the number one question in the UK and certainly English-speaking world is what is website design? And then when you look at the results um you know you end up in a situation where it's kind of a bit top level a bit uninspiring. inspiring i mean the, the one that people would read time and time again which suggests that people are too busy copying each other uh, website design refers to the process of creating the visual appearance layout and overall user experience of a website and my reaction to that when i think about the work that you and i do that is actually a rather poor summary of how exciting website design is what do you think johnny
0: yeah well i mean it's not the you know the the visual appearance and the layout it's not the first thing that comes to mind when i think website design it's about you know how are you going to hook me and make me feel welcome and like within a fraction of a second make me feel like oh i want to find out more and so, you know, it's it's you know branding is really important. The colours, the tone, the words. You've got that split second to grab someone's attention. Um, and so, it's so much more, isn't it, than than just the visual
1: appearance. Well, well but that's the end point and, and what you're suggesting. And when I think about the work that you do, because you know you're, we and I talk about websites um, a lot. I mean, we like all the, the kind of facets of online marketing, but websites is great. I mean, at this moment in time, I'm working on three website kind of redesign, refresh with clients and the brand new website. And the work that you and I do is to help people reconnect with their passion. You know, I always say to them, "Well, why did you launch the business? And where, where's the spark coming from?" But also, in the process of wanting to get it right for your visitors and your and your kind of um, future customers, you also immerse yourself in the world of your customers. And there's a massive phase of reflection, of research, of capturing um, those moments. But also something that, for me, the, the the website and people have heard me say that through the webinars and through you know some of the work that we've done together in conferences and workshop is the idea of Remembering one of the best conversations you've had with with a prospect, you know, so you're face to face, someone is talking to you, and you share the information, and then they walk away, and then as you reflect on this conversation, Johnny, you kind of go, "Damn, I was good," and then like, you have those <laughs> what I call what I call the content moment. You think, "I was really good." I mean, as in, uh, I, I was impartial, I was passionate, uh, I, um, I was good at storytelling. It was very intuitive, very natural. And then the next thing is. What a shame that there was only one person listening to this, because I don't know if I can do this again. And the website, therefore, uh, its role today in 2023 onwards is to find way for you to retell this encounter so that others can take great pleasure in hearing, listening, and reading about you. You've, you've captured
0: that so well, Pascal. And there's, 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 there's moments where I come out of a, a conversation where I think, Oh I'm not sure I should have said that or it didn't go go well but at the same time there are absolutely times I come out of that thinking I nailed that conversation I absolutely nailed it I was impartial as you say I, and and wow what a what a great way to as an analogy to
1: say you know isn't it a shame that only one person heard that I love it yeah right absolutely. So so you, you start, it's only natural that the function or the, the occupation web, website design has evolved over time. You know, there's a phenomenon of maturation. It's been good, bad, and ugly, and so on. And I think right now, for me, I, I really want to invite people to realize that a website is not a technical project. It's not a technical endeavor. If anything, it's an extension of your approach to customer service, your your values. And it's a form of expression you know, through the choice of words and uh, photography, videos and colors and, and more, you are expressing uh, who you are as a business entity, as, as individuals, in a way that is as comprehensive as possible. And you've taken the trouble to organize the information logically, and the logic of a face to face interaction, not the logic of a board meeting agenda.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it a lot.
1: Listen, we mentioned that this is a short form um, kind of content effort and it's also very, very pacing. So I'm the timekeeper and it is time to move on to our next segment website stories.
0: so website stories this is where uh, me and pascal have seen something online we've seen a story online and we want to analyze it talk about it etc what have we seen this
1: week pascal Okay, so it's an article again this week and the title is as follows Three Traditional Marketing Tactics Making a Comeback and I can't wait to hear what you have to say your reaction. This article was written by Emily Noel or Noel, as they say where I come from for a platform called Studio ID. The three marketing techniques, traditional marketing techniques and tactics that she's uh, welcoming a return of is as will be as follows. The return of direct mail the return of the cold email and the return of the blog. So, before we move on to the blog, because we are, of course, now hosting the 90 Day Website Mastery podcast. Are you, do you feel that there is a return towards um, that kind of printed communication, direct mail, but also the return to the cold email? But what um, Emily is arguing, of course, they have improved and evolved. You know, we, we're not practicing direct mail and email marketing like we're stuck in, in the 90s or the 2000s. So
0: I, so I think direct mail, you know, for me is the obvious gap right now i think that i think there is i I think so many people have stopped doing direct mail we used to get so much junk through our letterbox that actually there's a huge opportunity for direct mail right now and if you can if you can have a a really targeted campaign and i'm talking you know I, i you know where you even just target 20 people I mean, wow, really targeted. You could potentially, it does not have to be that small, but I've seen campaigns that small using direct mail that have like an 80% conversion rate. So um, direct mail, yes, absolutely. In terms of cold email, it's totally saturated right now. But if you can be very uh, clear on your target audience, very precise on your message, then cold email is absolutely an answer. And in terms of blogs, well, if you've got a piece of very resourceful content uh, and ultra resourceful, ultra helpful, where you thoroughly understand your audience, I can see a return for blogs as well.
1: Yeah, and now listen. We you and I've kind of predicted it, but only because it's the reversal of micro content. You know, the idea being, if you want to build relationship, if you want to build, uh, you know, credibility and authority in a marketplace, you can't do that with just a few words. You have to be seen and heard being helpful by going deep into a subject matter. Now. Uh, This article is great by the group because not only is she uh, kind of um, naming those three tactics or making a return, she's also giving examples and so on. But we're going to concentrate on the blog. And what she's saying is, of course, we can't just be blogging like in the 90s and 2000s, a blog for a letter where it is so, so meaningful. She's saying we need to take it further. And frankly, we need to move away from calling it a blog, if you can, to calling it a content hub. And then she goes as far as explaining and describing what a content hub is for all of us. And it's all to do with the fact that no one prospect is the same. Different people consume content differently. So you have to accommodate the formats, you know, written form, uh, audio, video, and so on. But you've got to organise it. She's back to what we said earlier about website design. You've taken the trouble to logically organise information to make it easier for me as a visitor. And therefore, the the future or the return to to blogging is more to do with being the um, kind of administrator and architect of a, a home with a diverse range of content types and you've organized around themes format and make it easier to find what you do so are you happy with moving away from blog talking about content hub
0: yeah i like that and um you know to some to some extent the word blog has a connotation nowadays as well um and, and it it is about a content hub it is about a, a a piece of content whatever that form is 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 slightly irrelevant um but yeah i i much prefer content hub yeah do you remember your very first blog <laughs> i i remember um <laughs> i do actually I, do you know you've just uh you've 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 actually just totally brought it back into my mind and it was a uh a, a blog, um, uh, talking about how uh, Google was such an unth- unfair playground. I called it the unfair Google playground of uh, search engine optimization. And this was written in 2005.
1: Wow. Okay. So... 2005. M- my very first blog wasn't work related. It's usually what ha- what's happened to all of us. You know, we experiment with SEO, social media, and so on. So I wrote a blog about antipasto. So this is the Italian kind of um, platter with different starters and so on. Um, I-, I love I love food, and so my plan was to essentially eat my way through all Italian restaurants in the north of England. And- <laughs> and any com- excuse, any excuse, Pascal. So take pictures and and comment about, you know, the the ingredients and and give some report. And now this, so this would have have been 97, 98, I think. Wow. So, and and back then you had to compress photos so much that you couldn't see anything. And then writing and uh, uploading was so, so much more complex, which put me off, actually. And and I think for me, that's been perhaps what we need to do, all of us, is the platforms today are so, so helpful to content creators, that there's no barriers to to entry for that content, whether you want to write, whether you want to do podcasting, video, infographics, you name it. There are so, so many solutions out there to make life uh, so much easier, which gives me the perfect, perfect segue for um, our next segment. Let's move on to the website engine room. (music)
0: So the website engine room is where we've got two apps or software solutions or pieces of kit even that uh, me and Pascal want to share with you to make life easier as a website manager and website content creator. Pascal, what is your top app or software solution for this week?
1: Okay, so this is about inspiration. We all need a bit of help, all need a nudge in the right direction. So people will know that when you work with Johnny and I, we have a few kind of rules and, and kind of mantras. And number one is stop looking at the competition. You know, it's no source of inspiration. It's only going to make you feel maybe inadequate, or you're going to be overconfident. If anything, you could by accident end up plagiarizing what's already out there. That said, you can't just stare at the blank screen and, and where do you go from there? So there is a platform called Lapa Ninja, L-A-P-A dot Ninja. And this is run by a bunch of uh, really kind of enthusiastic individuals who go around the interweb to capture screenshots and and more of landing pages. To date, they have more than 5,000 examples of great landing pages for your website to capture uh, addresses, to share eBooks, to convert more, and so on, maybe to have a specific campaign. And what I like about it, Johnny, is this idea of you're gonna get better ideas and more inspiration if you look in other sectors than yours, and this Lapa Ninja, as a kind of directory store mini search engine, will give you all of that. You know, you can learn from small selling flowers. If you're in B2B, you can learn from someone who's doing um, live shows. If you want to do more better webinars, and so on, you can learn from everybody. And what you want to do, therefore, is go through Lapa Ninja, maybe find your top 10, top five, and study the architecture, study the layout, study why you seem to be uh, drawn to that page, and see if you can bring those lessons into your own website experience.
0: I like it sounds good, and there's nothing wrong. You know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Uh, it's about taking some of the best and creating something even better.
1: Now, thank you very much. So, what about you? What is your discovery for this?
0: So, so this one you could argue is is not a discovery because some would argue that well, we've heard of that tool and a lot of people are using it, but actually, I'm aware of so many people still not using it. So, I want to bring Canva back into the conversation. Uh, Canva is, you know, I I would say that there are maybe, I'm going to guess 30% of the people listening to us right now, watching us right now, are probably using Canva. But I would guess that there's probably another 30% that have have still not heard of it and, and have still never even dabbled in it. And it's purely an online graphic design tool. And my advice is spend 100 quid and go for the pro version because the amount of templates and the amount of resources that are in there is unbelievable. And we're not talking about just video. Sorry, we're not talking about just uh, images here and graphic design. We're talking about video, being able to create video uh, very quickly, very easily, being able to create social media posts, um, PowerPoint templates, all sorts of different stuff. Um, I, I totally get that a proportion of people listening or watching right now will already be using it and I apologize to you guys uh, but at the same time there'll be a lot of people that still are not using it to make their lives easier and I would say it does make your life so much quicker and easier if you're web-
1: if you're managing a website so that would be mine for this week but even if you are a regular you know user of Canva you end up into habit You know, you've got your go-to templates, you've got all that. And what I will say about Canva, like many platforms, they keep releasing new features, new templates and so on, and we we, we just miss on them. Um, quickly, I yesterday actually received an invitation to the online conference Canva Create taking place sometime at the end of March. So check it out. I put a, the link yesterday on Twitter and, and LinkedIn, but um, maybe we've not uh, discussed this at all, Johnny, but perhaps we could do a special very soon to do a recap on the big announcements of Canva as part of one of uh, the, the recordings or the 90-day in the Website Mastery.
0: I like it we're writing content as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, Absolutely love it. And, and I, in fact so does Sarah Felt. She loves uh, Canva. She's just put a comment uh Ooh, I love Canva. You know, yeah, listen, it's a great tool. Thanks for being here, Sarah. And uh, and thanks for anyone and that's just to remind you if you are listening or watching live, you're very welcome to comment uh, and we love that you're list- that, that you might be listening uh post uh, the live show and and thanks for being here too we absolutely love our audiences and our community
1: now and you know i've just realized because we, we do our research independently it's only the day of the recording that we, we look at the show notes and see but you could actually go on to lap ninja Find maybe an example you'd like to you know use as inspiration and then go on Canva and build it you know for, for, for your web. But at least get to the point of a prototype that you can then give to someone who can do that for you, whether it's your own WordPress, Wix and, and all the others. Um talking of taking action, it is time for our final segment, the website call to action.
0: The website call to action this is about one change or adjustment that you should be making to your website right now um i i'm gonna start with mine this week uh and it's about trying to make your website as fast as possible and as quick and easy to use as possible and um, nitropack.io nitropack.io is a um content uh, content um Uh, A CDN, so uh, it's a a way to and a it's it's a cache and CDN um, plugin for all intents purposes that basically sits on top of your website, takes a um, a copy of your website so that when someone comes along to your website, they're actually seeing the copy of the copy version, and what that means is they're seeing something very quick. Because that copy version is highly optimized and in the local area. So if they're in you know, if they're in France looking at your website, there's a local a local copy of your website in France, I'm trying to make this sort of quick and easy to understand, um, but it's basically a copy of your website that's available locally everywhere that gives the user a, an instant experience. So they're not having to wait for your server and your WordPress or whatever it is you might be using to, to provide the content. Um, it makes the whole thing so much quicker. And I wish I'd have found Nitro uh uh, well, I, it only came out a couple of years ago, but I wish they'd have built it many, many years ago. Uh, highly recommend it, and um, it just makes websites lightning fast, which increases user experience. So that would be mine for this week. Pascal, what have you got up your sleeve in terms of one action that you could take on a website?
1: Yeah, so the the one action I want people to completely rethink the the homepage uh, of your website. Um, the for Jenny and I, you know, our position is that the homepage kind of contribution to your visitor's experience is to be the meet and greet moment. You have arrived at the right destination. And then the second thing within milliseconds is to explain to people how to use a website and how to get the best and the most out of their visit. So what you need to have is a welcome video that gives a tour of your website, not the business. Oh I know, I know it's very, very daring, but think about it. I've arrived on a website um, maybe made swifter w- with your contribution Nitro Pack, but I'm still kind of, you know, walk into a building with lots of different rooms, lots of stairs and, and lifts and, and whatever. And I need someone to say, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How can I help you today? I need that. And by the way, it may come very, very soon with with AI uh, uh, avatars and virtual assistant. So what this video will do is give people within a 30 second, to 45 second, a tour of the key parts of your website, the valuable content that they can get into, particularly if you've gone for the content hub, and for them to just be reassure, to calm nerves, to calm hesitations, uh, and also make them stick around a bit longer. So the steps I want people to go through is storyboard. So go through your website again, maybe get someone who is not from your business to go through it, and capture a, almost like visually, the key elements of, of the website. You end up with a static storyboard. And then, and again, this wasn't planned at all. I'm going to say go on Canva and put together a video tour of your website. And if you have to, then add testimonials from people about the website, not the business. I know it's very, very daring because of course people are saying, well, when well, they're out on their homepage, they have to have a sales video so that we can you know, push. Uh, and I think that there are other areas of the website for the sales videos. But for the homepage, it's to meet and greet. Do that with a video message. I like
0: it. With those two tools, you're making someone feel extremely welcome very quickly. And what can be wrong with that? So uh, yeah, I like that
1: a lot. As you would face-to-face, Johnny, as you would face-to-face. And for me, I want to take us back to, you know, you you ask, we answer. That's what, that's the kind of reflection website design is all about. What can we do to have parity between the face-to-face experience and the online experience? Brilliant.
0: Well, that's it for today. I'm afraid folks, it was episode two of our new podcast series, the audio companion to the 90 day website mastery program. For more information, please visit 90daymarketingmastery.com. You'll be able to book your discovery call with either myself or Pascal. Uh, And we look forward to seeing you at on our next episode, which will be episode three. And we'll be following a similar format with lots of more tons of value and tricks and tips to make you proud of your website. See you all soon. Take care. Thanks, Pascal.
1: Bye.